You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Hey, hey, you guys, and I'm eating food. <laughs> Welcome to Comics After After the Real Comic Fan. I'm your host, FJ Arlson, and this is Mathra, and as always... Oh, what? I can't hear you now. Hello? Ah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is here. And she's with Jeez, me. I can hear every little thing <sighs> in Dude. your mouth. That fucking dead uh, chicken. That's not <laughs> chicken. That was a jalapeno popper and it was oh. fucking hot. Oh, so you guys will be talking about. Oh, yeah. Instant regrets. Regrets. Uh, we'll be talking about Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor, a DC comic that came out this week. A few other things, a few rumors. Some actors have joined uh, other projects. How are you doing today, Tiffany? Doing good. How are you? I'm suffering on fucking a jalapeno that I still want to go back and grab more. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. What is wrong with you? This stupid iPad isn't working right now. So what did you do la- uh, this past weekend, Tiffany? <laughs> what did I do last night? <laughs> uh, what did you do this past weekend, Tiffany? Uh, did you stay out till 5 a.m. with your good old buddy MTR? Yes. Yes, I did. Lit- literally, Tiffany stopped our conversation midway just to say, hey, uh, the sun, sun is, is out. <laughs> we should probably go, go to bed. I was like, oh, okay. Because I would probably never wake up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I honestly, I was about to turn off the car and just like, we're just going to talk, Tiffany. Like, this is about to happen. I can't. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, sun's coming out. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was late. But that's the uh, the comic book life. Yeah. There you go. Oh, God, Fear the Walking Dead. You know, with good friends, karaoke and drinks and oh, ramen yeah. in the mix. <laughs> oh, I want more ramen, damn it. Oh, yeah, people, you know what time it is, damn it. What time is it? It's time for Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Now, Pim for... <laughs> uh, just kidding, people. It's time for Whack Attack. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh, that was horrible. Oh shit, what was I gonna pick for what? I don't know. Or oh, you, like, I don't know. I don't think you had a whack attack to be on. We were talking about like, yeah, no one cares for that. Well, it was originally you said it was a, a Call of Duty movie, but it wasn't no, a Call, it wasn't of, Duty Call of Duty movie. So it was something else. I will tell you what my whack attack is. My whack attack is at D23. They are bringing Cup of Joe, the Cup of Joe panel. Now, if you guys don't recall, Cup of Joe is actually uh, Joe Casada, the um, editor-in-chief of... Actually, no, he's not the editor-in-chief at Marvel Comics. I know he's a head editor because I believe the editor-in-chief at Marvel Comics is Axel Alonso right now. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless... Uh, Cup of Joe is bringing his Cup of Joe panel to D23. And uh, you know what? I, I never cared for Joe Quesada to begin with. Why is that? He's just uh, he's just kind of like, eh, like, look at me, I'm Joe. And it's like, okay, dude, like, I get it. He, he has great art, don't get me wrong. But eh. Uh, last time he did Cup of Joe, he actually teased it and did a Stanley slash Kevin Smith 
panel in Los Angeles randomly. But the tickets were something outrageous. Like it was like a hundred dollars to go to this panel. Really? As if you were gonna hear something brand new out of Stanley's mouth. He and were you gonna get free shit at least? Nothing. <laughs> And, you know, let's be real here. Stanley doesn't even know where he's at most mm-hmm. of the time. What makes you think you were going to be able to really sell this panel properly? So, you know what? That's my whack attack, man. I don't even know why we would bring this panel to Disney. It's just whatever. It's like, it, what's the point when you're going to have Comic-Con in, like, less than a month? Oh, they're not going to do Comic-Con this Marvel? year. Marvel? Of course. Again? They're well, not? They, ha- they they won't because they have D23. They have their own convention they're going to release well, all their stuff. that kind of sucks, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, and that and kind of, it does suck. They're doing it on purpose, too. But that's just the way Marvel works. Marvel yeah. doesn't like working with other people. It's the way you want. You know, Disney, it's and plus, bad. Disney wants everything. 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 Your soul. They have ESPN. <laughs> they have Marvel. They bought Buena Vista out a long time ago. Uh, Pixar. They got They got everything. Uh, ABC News. Oh, they own a lot of companies and news stations. Yep, they so. don't own cable. Oh no, Disney Disney Channel. They got everything. Disney XD and all that. Did you remember what your wag attack was? No, How? I thought I'd look for it, but I forgot. Mm, I guess it wasn't that important. How <laughs> dare you, Tiffany? Are you? You're not allowing our listeners to enjoy it. Sorry. It's all good in the hood, of course. You guys, this week's announcements: Audible trial.com slash rat house try audible trial.com slash rat house and you will get one month free as well as one book uh i finished it and it is probably my favorite book of like all time now are you gonna try the shining after yeah i never thought about that i might i think i'm gonna start buying stephen king books his books are great they're fucking dark and twisted but very detailed that's really what i like about them uh, and I really like that you find out that when it realizes it's not impervious to anything, it starts experiencing fear. And it's the fear that he's given to children mm-hmm. or she, I should say. And out of nowhere, it's like she starts going into defense mode. It's like, dude, you've been doing this for how long? Like, and you get you somewhat get pleasure out of this. So mm-hmm. how the hell are you going to be so mad that people are trying to kill you when you've killed so many? I thought it was interesting. But nonetheless, uh, go ahead and try it out, man. You'll get one book free and try it. It's 44 hours. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll make your work days go by fast. Of course, go to rathouse.net and click on the Geek Fuel banner and you will get 30% off of your first box. Uh, we recently got another Geek Fuel box and there's a nice little Cobra Commander pin in it. Oh, nice. Yes. So uh, go ahead, go to Geek Fuel at rathouse.net or you can click on the Hot Topic link and you will get... A discount on all your orders at hottopic.com. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Hot Topic is now releasing even more geeky stuff. Uh, yeah. They have some Guardian shirts that just released, as well as Wonder Woman is the hottest topic right now. Of course, download Lift and use your promo code RHP and you will get 10 rides $5 off. Easy peasy. Of course, shout out to fanboynation.com. Growing up, not growing old podcast. Shane Gray Live, that hashtag show via YouTube. Radio Free Mandalore. And Everything Bagel Podcast. If they want to call us, then call 714-684-1652. I really, dude, we haven't done this in a long time. Done I don't what? know. I don't know where the, I don't know where the, where's the, I can't. What, uh, there we go. Ah, uh, there we go. So let's get a little close, man. Let's get a little warm. Let's get into a little word around the campfire. 
now word around the campfire is uh, Guardians Alicia mm-hmm. actor joins what, what is it Val, Val, Valerian 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 sorry it sounds like mm-hmm. venereal uh, Valerian and the city of a thousand planets that is reported by Variety so basically the uh, the golden queen from Guardians yeah she was casted in supposedly casted in last minute to try to somehow make this movie either good or better I don't understand why they would do such a last minute casting um I will say that she is set to return in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 mm-hmm. and on top of it this movie uh, oh yeah she's gonna bring um Adam Warlock Adam Walk, yeah. yeah I know I'm excited uh but this movie is about to release July 21st. That it's is a, a fucking head. time. July? We're in June, bro. Yeah. Wait, you said 2000 and what? Now. Oh, this? Year? Yes, and they're doing reshoots with her supposedly right this fucking second. That's a, That's a fucked up turnaround yeah. rate, dude. So they're basically working like 24 hours. Shifts. They have to be. Whatever they're getting, they're probably sending immediately to the studio because she just got brought in for casting on it. Huh. Supposedly. That's just word around the campfire. That's fucking hell in a handbag. That that makes me feel like this. You think this, they'll probably push the date more? They no. They probably will, maybe. No, 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 because their big thing is going to, they already tried to promote it last year at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And I think this year they're going to promote it as much as possible because they're literally releasing it Comic-Con weekend thinking that somehow that's going to help them. Hmm. Well, my word around, word around the campfire is pretty much slamming a rumor right now. Okay. Um, I guess there's rumors going around that Charlie Hunnam will be the new Green Lantern. Who? Charlie Hunnam. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's also in that... He's the uh, head guy in Sons of Anarchy, yeah. right? And then he was also in... Um, what's it called? The King Arthur... Which I might add flopped horribly. I think it made like four million. Just seeing the previews, I'm like, this is terrible. Oh, I look bad. Hey man, but, but he Guy got Ritchie does these weird movies, and like I don't really care for. Who's Guy Ritchie? He's the director. But what does he direct? He's well? directed. He's directed a lot of big movies. Well, he did like I, was it? Um, fuck. Come on, you can do it. Hold on, Guy Ritchie. I just want to get these right. Movies. Uh, he's done Snatch, the man from oh, UNCLE. But Snatch uh, is really good. and two smoking barrels. Yeah, but like he has like on and off like good movies. And then he's done the Sherlock Holmes. Um, so, but I didn't even hear he was a part of it. If he was a part of it, I might have actually watched King Arthur. Yeah, but he did his like his own like Guy Ritchie thing feel to the uh to the movie, I guess like these weird like shots, angles and stuff okay. that he does. Okay. That didn't really like I guess it was just like crap. I just heard it was just crap. Okay. I wasn't really into it either because I think with uh King Arthur I was expecting more of a serious movie and then I like I heard the soundtrack and it kinda threw me off. Was it like it was a like new a, age kind yeah. of soundtrack. Okay, that's interesting. So, well, I mean, whatever. they they kind of did the same thing in Knight's Tale. Yeah, I didn't watch Knight's Tale. You didn't watch Knight's Tale? <laughs> I like Knight's Tale. the The chick that's in it, I think, is very pretty. 
<laughs> and on top of it, it was a Heath Ledger movie. I like Heath Ledger as an actor, even prior to... When he was an actor. Well, yeah. You know, rest in peace. <laughs> Do you didn't, you didn't, did you watch Lords of Dogtown? Yeah. I loved him in Lords of Dogtown. See, man, he's not a pirate. Right. I was like, yes! But With wait, his why, big ass teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why are you slamming this rumor? Uh, because uh, Charlie Hummond came out saying it in an interview... There's no fucking way I do a Green Lantern movie, man. He's all, you know, people, you know, I'm not a comic book guy, really. I don't know those comics people bring me. I just, I must look like him or somewhat like that look of a guy in the comic books because people bring that up to me all the time and I have no idea what any of you are talking about. He's all... (laughs) That's so awesome. He's like, what the fuck? What is a Green Lantern? There's a Green Lantern. I go. I don't go. I don't go camping. I don't know what a yeah. Green Lantern is. So he's uh, when Hayden point out it would be a great role, seeing as they are thinking about rebooting it. Hunnam said, "I'll have to have a sniff about it. Maybe I'll do a bit of Google search about it to see who this Green Lantern chap is." See, but I don't. I don't. I mean, they'd want to make him Hal Jordan first off. Yeah. And I don't think that's the route they should go with. I personally think they should go with Kyle Rayner, but that's because Kyle Rayner's like the punk rock mm-hmm. like version of all of them, and I really like him. Either that or I think that they should do Simon Baz. Simon Baz, man, carries around. He's a Green Lantern, but he carries around a gun. It mm-hmm. would cause so much conflict in the Justice League. It'd be fucking great. Yeah. But, well, it's not really rumor. <laughs> Word around the campfire, this one's just slammed. So, yeah, there's just no fucking way yeah. that's going to go down. So maybe, I guess now they're coming up to him for the role, but he's like, I don't know what, who this character <laughs> who is. This like, is. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> so there was some big news that happened last week. Big, huge news. What are the news? Apparently, security isn't the greatest at Comic-Cons. Because yeah. some guy came in, dressed as the Punisher, mm-hmm. and was actually fully loaded with guns and basically was going... After the Green Ranger. Yes. Jason David Frank. Why, though? Apparently, he said, like, there's this story that they met before a while ago, and there was confrontation, but he's like, I don't even remember that. He's like, I meet a lot of people, so I don't know. I heard it was over 15 years ago, and if that was the case, this person was either 10 or 15 at the time. Yeah. It's really hard for me to believe. Really hard. In fact, that's why I truly don't even believe that even though a statement mm-hmm. did come out, I don't think this guy was going for her. I actually heard that this guy was going to kill his girlfriend. And yeah, was gonna I heard make that everybody too. suffer due to it. Yeah. So, so I don't know. But then like now when this thing apparently was gonna happen to Jason, it kinda like, well, maybe we should work on the security of Comic Con, you know? Uh I agree and I disagree. Yeah. Because you could walk into a Comic-Con and stay in the lobby area, and if you really wanted to mow down some people, you'd be able to do it. Yeah. But that's also why when you go into a Comic-Con, the first thing you're supposed to do is they'll, they'll direct you to the weapons check, and you're supposed to get your weapon checked. Yeah, but like also you go in there with backpacks, and they don't even check them. That's true. Because we carry a heavy but load have, of equipment, you know? But don't they have metal detectors? They didn't really use that on us. Remember? At WonderCon? WonderCon? No. At last year's Comic-Con? No. They didn't use them there either. Yeah, you're right. You are right. It's it's just really hard for me 
to believe because I don't know. I just I, ne- think- I never saw or thought of geeks. Yeah, being, but be, you having need to the be prepared, you know, for any kind of situation, especially yes. such a huge event, you know, and there's a lot of people in the one area all together. There's going to be panic, but yet there's also, it's a huge crowd. Yeah, yeah. And like, you only have so few doors to go through. And uh, I don't know, I just never thought I'd see my geek crowd yeah. like willing to do something like this. And it took one bad apple to spoil mm-hmm. this bunch. Because truth be told, were you really worried about security prior to this? I always thought about, I'm like, in my back of my head, my shit could go down, you know? Really? Yeah, like if anyone had the opportunity to do it, they could. See, but I never had that mentality at all. I did. I, I, I just because I was just like watching news and Things happening at events, I'm like, dude, this could happen to us. There's uh, like so many possibilities. That you know happen. what? And if if any place was to be bombed, I really would say it would be San Diego Comic Con. There's just so so huge, it's so huge. There's outside events, inside events, and yeah. the hotels, and everywhere. Fuck. Well, I'm just so- saying. I'm kind of appreciating what Jason is. He's shining a light of we need to like we need to bump up security, bump up like, security and keep people safe, you yeah, know? Because this is like a family event. You're supposed to enjoy it. You don't want to go in thinking something's gonna happen. Yeah, that's true. That you know that's 100 percent true, and I get behind that because mm-hmm. I'm about to have a family too. So, and you're gonna be bringing your kid on this. Oh yeah, adventures. hell yeah, he's gonna be so. coming with me. So you guys don't be fucking stupid yeah you don't don't ruin, ruin a good thing yes yes that's exactly what i'm trying to say don't fucking ruin it for us it's the only thing we have don't take that away from us nothing's gonna change my world <laughs> except for apparently some gunfire so you guys haven't heard oh you sick son of a crap monkey what I had happened? my news, but my email messed up on me. So, you guys need to get ready, because this fall, Marvel is bringing The Runaways back. Yes, it mm. is true. Your uh, favorite kids that had superhero parents decided to run away. I'm going to go give the quote from Marvel. The Runaways are down on their luck at the beginning of this story, said the series writer <laughs> Rainbow Row. 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 No, really, it's Rowell. 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 I mean, a fair number of them are missing or dead. And the ones that are still standing feel lost. After their parents died in the original series, all they had were each other. And what do they have now? Who are they on their own? This story brings the gang back together, but in true runaway fashion, and probably not in the way that you expected. Hmm. I like to, you know what? Honestly, I never really was into the runaways, but hey. You're going to give it a chance? Probably not. Uh, ch- <laughs> Chase makes a huge mistake and then immediately drags Nico into his mess. Uh, this whole story arc explores what is actually means to be a runaway. Are they a team? Are they family? Do they have a reason to get back together? Um, of course, you guys, this is actually going to release in September of this year. So go ahead and make sure to get that on your poll. Nice. Um, mine is Disney's XD's animated Ant-Man shorts will follow up on the film story. Really? We're going to have yes. shorts? We're going to have shorts. So like are they cargo shorts or are they like swimming trunk shorts? Mm, 
linen shorts. Linen? Uh, <laughs> linen? <laughs> linen? Yeah, like those thin cotton. Oh, shorts. God, get out of here. <laughs> um, Disney's Xyz line of animated Marvel shorts will feature the further adventures of Scott Lang, continuing the story that began in the 2015 live action film directed by Pitt and Reed. The shorts will be titled Marvel's Ant Man, and Lang will be voiced by Josh Keaton, Voltron Legendary Defender. Um, a description for the series states the shrinking hero will fight evil alongside the, the alongside the wasp and a Hank Pym. He'll score occasional bricks to help his daughter Cassie with her homework. <laughs> well, that's what Hank Pym's always been about. Yeah. Even when I read the uh, Nick Spencer run of Ant Man, it was very much like I need to love my daughter and take care of her, mm-hmm. but I also I need to be Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into. Uh, new comic books that are coming out this week. Uh, I read. What did I read? I read. You read a lot of things. I read Youngblood issue two by Image. Youngblood. I was so fucking confused by this comic. I do not suggest picking it up right off the bat. Was about. Um, there is a new Youngblood team. So you have some of the original ones, but a mm-hmm. lot of them have passed away. Uh, or something has happened to them. Like, remember that guy that kind of looked like Wolverine, but he was like the Canadian Wolverine because he was like brownish, reddish, mm-hmm. and white. He's no longer in it. But you have a few other new characters that are trying to take on the mantle. So it, it um, you have that fake looking gray man thing back as well. There's just, honestly, it... It's it, like the worst pick of a team. It is just like... It's just as much as a hunt, giant hunk of crap as it was back in the day. Like, it looked great back in the day, but it had no story. Now, this one has too much story, and the art is... its The art's acceptable. Let's say that. Um, I didn't care for it all. Like I said, the whole entire comic is just uh, this kid, and they find him, and he's like, I'm going to be able to help out the uh, young blood. And they're like, all right, well, let's try to see what we can to, do get, to get the team back together. And they do with these new characters, and they're like, we are young blood. And issue two almost ends like in its own little personal story arc of just trying to get to the Youngblood team. So it's just, dude, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, I forced myself to read it because I was already halfway in. And I was like, I do not care. I'm sorry. Just stop. Next up, I read DC Rebirth uh, Wonder Woman Steve Trevor special. How did that? Is he as bad as he is in the movie? Um... <laughs> So basically starts off with Steve kind of going in to try to infiltrate this place. Mm-hmm. He's a spy. He is a spy for Argus. And Wonder Woman comes and he's like, oh, like, I thought I thought you were going to, you know, wait for me, Steve. And he's like, oh, well, you know, sorry, babe. And then he's like, I got to go do a secret mission. So he goes and he conducts a secret mission, which actually brings him back together with the other three characters that we were in the, that we watched in the movie. Oh, really? Yes. So from there, they're like, hey, Steve, like we knew we needed to help you. We need to get this girl to point A to point B. And when they actually get her there, they're, they basically go to the Fountain of Youth and they lead the villain there. They end up taking out the villain, but somehow, some way. Does Steve r- drink the Fountain of Youth? No, the Fountain of Youth actually goes into, into the villain. Wow. Uh, it was How? by accident. Basically, <laughs> this chick takes a little bit of water with her um, and drinks it. And when it splashes, like when it misses her mouth, it falls down into a crevice and goes into the villain's mouth. Yes. 
But okay. We, yeah. But we also have, and it's funny because it says the end question mark. It's like, well, if you're going to continue this, then no, it's, it's not the end, obviously. You're like, but it's the end for me. <laughs> it was, it was a little awkward though, because like at one point, Steve and Diana, when they're fighting, uh, these enemies, these like henchmen, they're like, Oh, like, don't you want to go to dinner? Maybe we'll get some wine and some steak. We'll flirt a little bit and then we'll get some s- sexual tension between each other. And I was like, when the fuck did they ever talk like this to each other? Yeah. Like, I don't recall this at all. I remember Steve Trevor being with Wonder Woman during the New 52. So I was, and I guess, I don't know if they've been together prior to that, but after in the New 52, basically like Wonder Woman falls in love with Superman. And, mm-hmm. and that's when you get one of my favorite uh, couple comic, which was Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I loved it. It was Didn't awesome. Didn't that come out like couple years yeah yeah, yeah yeah a couple years i remember yes. it was a big thing they're like oh my god finally dude i was <laughs> so happy and every time i read it i played love is a battlefield by pat vendetar because <laughs> it's literally what they like they like pushed it as it was mm-hmm. great um but nonetheless i will say that the art wasn't that great mm-hmm. there were times where not only it wasn't great but it wasn't consistent so Read this at your own risk. This isn't going to be the greatest comic. It's not going to blow you away. Uh, it has a story to where it's going to play out. It's pretty obvious. So drive down the route if you want it. That's what I will say. I'm not going to say it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's good. Um, I would say the Wonder Woman movie is slightly better, but not by much. <laughs> it's a good movie. Nah, it's a mediocre movie. Anyway. Watch our live debate. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be posting our uh, podcast on that at the end of the week. Tiffany, yes. Did you read anything that's coming out on New Comic Book Day Wednesday? I read no, the Boom Studios, the Unsound number one. No, I'm not okay with this. Why? Do you know what the Unsound is? No. The Unsound. Okay. So there was a podcast that came out, and it's called The Black Tapes. Mm-hmm. Really good audio drama. And basically, the unsound is supposedly like, it, it kills you. It's a sound that like, it's like the devil's work or something. And when you listen to the unsound, uh, it within a year, somehow, some way, you will die no matter what. Cool. And it is like... So it's like The Ring? It's you like... you watch the videotape, Kind die. of, but here's the thing is that hear nothing and then if i was to put the unsound over my voice you still heard the unsound Mm -hmm. so you can't even acknowledge when you've heard the unsound or not so you may be scared of reading this comic uh not scared i'm actually more intrigued with it because i know what the unsound at least uh to my knowledge i don't know if it's about the unsound like that though so what is this about well it's like a horror kind of comic already uh And um, pretty much this nurse goes in to work in this psychiatric hospital. And so she works in there and then she starts seeing weird shit. Like, it's weird. Like, like, literally the place has, like, its own world and she starts seeing monsters. Like, there's people, like, who've been on drugs. So you see tracks on their arms and then, like, um, just weird shit. Like, she keeps seeing, like... You think she thinks she's hallucinating, but you don't know for sure. Yeah. So if you're into that stuff, like the whole like creepy like underworld of, especially if it's in a psych, psychiatric, psychiatric hospital, yeah. 
this is the comic for you. See, because I have a feeling that if they're going to do the unsound, then that means maybe they could play it like over the intercom. Because yeah. the unsound is basically when you play two notes that like oppose each other and they mm-hmm. kind of cancel each other out. Uh, supposedly, that's the unsound. Yeah. So there's like a hidden war- world um, and then it's like black magic. Okay. It has yeah, to yeah, do yeah. with it. So the art was, it's very um, different. It kind of remind me, I don't know why, like kind of like the art of Ari Monsters type feel. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, so it was a really little good. light bright, but still like dark and gritty. It's dark and gritty, yeah. Okay. So it's really good. Check it out. comes out in June 7th. Okay. Um, did you read any other stuff for New Comic Book Day? No, wait. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I actually read Boon Studios God Shaper number two. Of course, Cy Spirier, one of my favorite writers, possibly of all time now. In fact, if Cy is at Comic-Con, I'm going to make sure to get him a drink. Yeah, because we didn't the last time. No, we didn't. Were we supposed to? We offered, but then we ended up leaving early because I don't know why. I I think we were just tired because we were up all night the night before. Possibly. So, God Shapers number two, first issue. Uh, in a nutshell, basically, we're in a dystopian future where people have gods as currencies. Uh, bigger the god is, the more wealthier you look, tinier your god is, you're poor. And if you don't have a god, you're considered nothing. You're a chump, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're just trash. So, we run into our main character that has no god, and we run into a god that has no owner, and they decide to drift with each other. So, from there... In the next issue, it's actually uh, our main character kind of drifting throughout, just throughout life and trying to figure out his own his own meaning upon it. But unfortunately, um, his old lover decides to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I think you need to take care of this child because she doesn't have a mother. And her mother is murdered yeah. for some odd reason. Because she's literally living off... On the road, on the beans, backside roads, yep. so and with ragged, ragged clothes and everything, yep. nothing to eat. So something happens. I forgot what happens towards the end. Something happens to the point where uh, our main character has to dip out. Oh, so basically, well, there's like, these people after him, and yeah, they're they're not the mob, but like no. they're they're kind of like the mob. They are after him, and he's like, dude, you know what? We need to get out of here because mm-hmm. they know exactly what I could do. Well, it's kind of funny because our, our main character would also men to uh, <laughs> to gods and repair them. And for some odd reason, two gods are somehow fused together by the anus. <laughs> and they're hung up on a pole, and they're just up there, and one of them's crying. And he's just like, please help me. So our main character's like, dude, really? Like. All right, well, I'll help you guys. But that's when he finds out there's trouble. So when he tries to dip out, he forgets that he still has the orphan. And he's mm-hmm. like, shit. And that's where the and second issue like, Come on. Yep. Uh, it's kind of cute because our god has a great time, not only uh, with the orphan, but with our main character. Mm-hmm. And it is just... It's just a fucking great comic. It's so unique. Psy Spirit is... So it's so such a different world. Things you like never really. It's just all new, all new ground. Yeah, and that's the thing is that when you read a Sigh Superior comic, especially if it's an original story, mm-hmm. you get these like out of these world crazy original ideas. So if you really do want the cleanest breath of fresh air to the point where you feel like you're at the top of the fucking Rockies breathing for the first time, not only should you read Sigh Superior, dude. Pick up God Shaper. It really is great. 
Um, did you read anything else? Uh, no, I read, uh, well, I read Sex Criminals. Number 19. Down with the thickness. I thought it said down with the sickness. No, thickness. Okay. Get up. I want you down with the thickness. That sounds dirty. Well, mother, get up. Sex Criminals is a dirty comic. You fucker, get up. It's I want you down with the thickness. Very adult. Yes, very adult. Very explicit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have like an ice cream truck, like. Dude, hold but on. it's a hot hold dog on, hold truck. On, hold on, I I'm going to bring up the actual lyrics. Fucking, oh yes, I am. So you go ahead and continue down the route, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna find these lyrics. Pretty much explains different sizes of the wiener. Yes, for hot dogs. <laughs> yes, but anyways, it opens up with this guy who has his own uh, hot dog truck. He's giving out these uh, hot dogs to kids. He he all of a sudden sees from far away Kegel face and he speds off. He doesn't know why, like, she's tracking him down. But, like, in, her, in Kegel's face, she's kind of like, she tries to be, like, the law enforcer of after when people jerk off and they have their own little um, special, power. special power. She tries to control that. Um but with the couple that's in the story, they're still having their problems because one of them lies to each other. And um, they get this uh, message that the the hot dog truck guy wants to meet up with them because he wants like he wants to stop with Kegel Face stalking oh, yeah. them. <laughs> get her away from me. Yeah. And they're like, we're not a part of yeah, that. Yeah, we're not a part of that. She's a total crazy bitch. <laughs> I like that they're, they're like, fuck you from afar. Oh, yeah. One of our team, he's like, he drops off. He's a bus driver and drops off those people. They're all like, they look at him like, what? And they're like, you see a picture of them doing this from afar. All right, let me see. I'm going to try and pull up, pull up some ice cream music. Let me see if I can. Okay. That's creepy. That sounds like more of it <laughs> theme song. Oh, it's okay. I was going to say, yeah, it's because it's a rap song. Boo. Did it say Space Dogs? I think it said J Storm, to be honest. Oh. I'm just going to pull up ice cream truck music then. Damn it. Why is there why is there a song called What are you guys doing? Here we go. This is what I need, the ice cream truck song. There you go. Alright, let's see. This is gonna be kinda hard. I might be short <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't. So I'll I'll sing it though, because this is what I imagined. I might be short, and I, but I am so wide, so wide that I won't fit inside. Take your time and gently, soon inside your mouth I'll be. Wide wieners, wide wieners, stumpy, joyful, full of mirth. Wide wieners, wide wieners, I'm not long, but I have girth. Wieners aren't one size fits all. Long, fat, short, pen, big or small. Just be cool. <laughs> Trust me, chum. I'm a wiener made for buns. So there you go. That is the uh, wide wiener song. It kind of went into the same like jingle as Soft Kitty. That's that's what I figured. <laughs> that, that, that is kind of the, the at least the chorus yeah. for sure. Soft Kitty. But yeah, towards the end, the kitty. trucker, he... He pretty much like spazzes out, gets all crazy, and he tries to kill kill himself. Yes, he does. But you mm-hmm. also have a point where the agents kind of go in and threaten 
like they're like we know these people that we want to target mm-hmm. and they make it blatantly obvious obvious to everyone they're like we know who you are yeah the agency they one of the the guy the main guy in the couple um he pops up in their screen because he's been literally buying nothing but porn stuff yeah so he end up in the list <laughs> but here's the sad thing is that Susie at the very mm-hmm. end of it they're like look we have a job but unfortunately you're gonna have to be willing to transfer and mm-hmm. uh, and not live around here and travel are you willing to do that it's like yeah yeah so, so that's who knows and ends. like her and John are just having like their like a huge fight because he lied to her why did he lie to her do you know um, he didn't think it was like kind of like a big deal of what he was doing. What was he doing? Um, buying porn. No, uh, I forgot. What was it? You don't remember? I don't remember. I'm sorry. How are you gonna find it right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna try to look up like issue 18? Yeah. Cause I, you know what? This is the thing. It was my first time reading Sex Criminals, and this actually made me really intrigued. With with this storyline, especially since they find they get into drama, mm-hmm. so you think you're re- you get into like personal drama, related drama, and all that shit. Yeah, so it's kind of like it reminds me of like Scott Pilgrim with like with like the relationship issues that they address within the comic book. Mm-hmm. But this is also really goofy and off the wall. So like, as realistic as it brings you to, it also makes it very like weird and campy. Oh, it's not letting me sign in. Oh, well. what you're trying to actually find the last issue. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to because I don't think it, it does it anymore. Nope, uh, that was before the transfer over. Although it does say, oh no, that says sex criminal sixteen. We want eighteen. Do you think you'll be able to recognize it by the cover by chance? Yeah, because I think I have it at home too. Um, it's with the Susie in the cover. There you go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Susie like that. No totems. That's eighteen. That's eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I had a different cover. Oh, you probably had the explicit one. Yeah. Which might have been not that. I don't know. But yeah, I was actually curious about w- what the drama was between them. Yeah, I'll fill you in on that. We'll do it next week then. Yeah. So, are you enjoying Sex Criminals? I do. I just want to see what's going to happen because it's building up to something, but yet nothing's like. It doesn't feel. Down. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think they're going to get caught in the next issue? Um, no, I think it's going to be a couple issues probably. Well, so you think like 25 they'll get caught or maybe 30? Maybe, yeah. Because, or do you think they'll break up in the next issue? Because it seems like she's willing to take the job no matter what. Well, we'll see. I'm pretty sure it's going to be her. They saying you got, I think it's going to be like you got the job and then she's thinking it over, you know, whether to tell John. And it's going to end on like a cliffhanger on whether she should, she decides or not. That'd be cool. Cause then you can see the reaction from all the readers Mm -hmm. and then it'll give like a month's time to like jump over. I think I'm going to start reading sex criminals. Yeah. I didn't want to. I really didn't. Yeah. She's like pretty much pissed at him cause she kept, he kept buying like these sex toys for them. And then she felt like, oh, you're not uh, satisfied with just her. Um, but is he, he, he is, but he thought it's like, oh, I was just mixing it up because I, I just didn't think you was you're gonna be bored of it, you know. By the way, our main character in it in the couple looks just like Chip Zdarsky. Does it? Wait, wait, no, the, no. the main character. No, he looks like Matt Fraction Fra- with the Matt glasses. Matt Fraction, yeah. yeah. I'm all like, and the <laughs> other guy looks like Chip Zdarsky. Did they draw themselves into the comic? Because I feel like they did. I don't know. We have, we have to ask them. Oh man. 
Is this your favorite comic out of all the comics you're reading right now? Truth be um, told. Because you've been on it for a long time. I know. Um, I like it. I got to see what's gonna, going on because it's been like since reading all this, you know, you have to finish what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But right now my favorite's like Power Rangers. Oh, really? Yeah. I hear there's a lot of people's favorite. Mm-hmm. Mine would I have- think it just gives me like the whole like flashback of being a kid and watching it and you're getting the same feeling with these comics because they're like the same layout. Mine know? mine is Exo Manowar right now. Oh duh. You're wearing yes. the shirt. Yeah. Exo <laughs> But um hurt your throat a bit or what? No, no I burped. I burped. <laughs> Sorry. I'm playing with my beard at the same time. I like Exo just because I like fucking Exo, man. I get so excited to read it and it's such a great like war book mm-hmm. right now. So, I don't know. It's just great. And right now, uh, I haven't gotten issue three yet. I know they're going to... Oh, I haven't read issue three yet, I should say, because they're they're supposed to infiltrate... Didn't the, it come out already? Three? Probably. Yeah. They infiltrated the... They have to infiltrate uh, the Emperor's Castle that they just stormed into. So, that's going to be interesting. I'm really excited for that. Of course, you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Comics After Dark. I'm your host, MTR, also known as Matt the Rat. And as always, Tiffany. If you guys want us to read anything from Image DC, have it reviewed for you guys, go ahead. Call into the podcast, 714 684 1652, or email us at contact at rathouse.net. Until next time, you guys. Later. Later.